Welcome to the Do You Believe podcast. Today is a different day from the other episode. Wink, wink. Uh, yeah, we do these once a week. That's how it works. But yeah, so you know the last one we talked about the supernatural stuff. This one still kind of has its feet in both conspiracy to some extent and whatever, but me and Aaron's back again. Aaron, say hi. Hello, it's me again. We're going to talk about, we'll just call it media in general. Big focus on American media, because I don't even really know what goes on in the other, <laughs> other parts of the world. So we don't care, because this is America. Right. <laughs> Shit. But yeah, cue the theme music. So yeah, the media. All right, Aaron, you go first. You were talking about this, and I just decided we needed to start recording this one before you got too carried away. Give us your initial spiel on the media right now. Um. All right. Well, you know, like 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 Lee just said, you know, it's about the American media more so than any other ones. But uh, personally, I mean, I think that it's almost completely. I'd say I'd say mostly lies. There are some things that like. You know, I think most stories that are out there have, like, a grain of truth in them, but then, like, from there, depending on if you're watching, like, Fox or CNN or anything, like, it just, that, that grain of truth gets warped and stretched and and completely changed, and it looks different um, depending on if you watch it through, you know, Fox or CNN or anything like that, you know, it, it just changes, it gets skewed, and it gets, uh, I don't know, people just start trying to go too far away from what the actual truth is to try to sway things in their own favor. Um, and I definitely also think that, uh, like, Facebook, for instance, and, and other social media, I think that is where it's worse because, I mean, you get, like, targeted advertising, right? That's a, that's a thing that happens. You get advertisements that are, um, algor- like, there's an algorithm that, you know, it, it, it finds out what you like, what you're interested in. Um, and, you know, like, yeah, you know, what you're interested in. And then it'll start putting that kind of stuff at you. But, like, I'm, I'm all, like, I haven't done the research, but, like, if, I don't think it's a very long stretch at all to say that, like, you know, like, you're, you're advertised um, things that, uh, I guess, bolster your political views and things like that. And so everyone on Facebook and stuff, like, it's just a cesspool of negativity and people getting all, like, mad at each other because the way I see it, at least, is, like, they they see all this stuff and all these little blurbs and articles that may or may not even be real pop up and enforce their beliefs. And so they think they're right all the time. And everyone thinks they're right. And it's, like, no one takes the time to even sit and, like, like listen. Even, even, even if it's something super far out, like... That person is just as much a person as you are. You're both coming from that point of view, so, like, listen to them. Even if they think the Earth is flat. Even if they think the Earth is flat. I think I think even if they think the Earth is flat, flat, you know, you should listen. I think the only time that you shouldn't listen to someone is when they say, like, it's okay to murder someone or it's okay to uh, to, to diddle kids or something like that. That's mm-hmm. the only thing. The, those things, I think, you, you know. Yeah, maybe say no. Yeah, that maybe stuff. Th- maybe tell them they're wrong. <laughs> But, you know, even, but even flatter stuff, like, you know, as far as, like, I, I believe the Earth is round. Uh, I'm 99% convinced the Earth's round, but, like, you know, like I said before, I can't 
I've never been to space. Chances are I'm never going to be going to space. So I can't see with my own two eyes whether it's flat or it's round. So like that 100% solid knowledge is not there. It's 99%, which is real close, but it's still not 100%. Um, and I guess also what I was saying is like, you know, like one... This, I'm, I'm just about at the end of my little spiel real quick. And I'll be done. Um, yeah, actually, no, never mind. You, 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 I'll let you talk. Oh, I didn't have anything to say. I, I'll be honest, I forgot what I was going to say and wrap up with. But, um, but I mean, that's basically it, you know, just... Sorry, I derailed trust. everything with bladders. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... That, all it is is just, like, no matter what, even if you think it's, like, it's, it's nuts, listen to what the other people are saying. Like, you don't have to believe it. You don't, you know, don't scoff at them. Don't, yeah. you know, don't be an asshole. Just, you know, listen. And then once they're done saying their thing, you say your thing or you just leave and then think to yourself, wow, that person was crazy or wow, that person convinced me. Yeah. You know, d- take it and digest it. I think the most foolish thing you can do is just, like, not listen to anyone's side at all and just assume that you're completely correct on everything. Yeah. That's what I think. There's a lot of that in the Bible, by the way. <laughs> it says, keep your mouth shut and listen, and you'll learn something. And that's... And you'll know when somebody's being crazy, right? But, like, yeah. So, that's what everybody needs to start doing. Yeah. Is us. This is some book I read. One of the rules that you should live by is assume the person you're talking to knows something that you don't. Right? So, mm-hmm. Listen. You might learn something. You're probably not going to get dumber. I mean, there are instances. But, <laughs> yeah. Which, one of the things that's real evident in like, and I've seen both sides of the aisle. I hate breaking it into the two sides of the aisle, but um, when you, they have interviewers go up to protesters and ask them why are they protesting, ask them basic questions about stuff. None of them can answer it. Yeah. They don't know what they're doing. They're just doing stuff just because everyone else is doing it or it seems cool. Yeah. I, I think you could definitely get swept up in that, like, swept up in that kind of stuff. I mean, you get people together. You get, like, a group of people together. Honestly, it kind of turns into a hive mind sort of deal. Yeah. And, um, I mean, because I think, especially, like, going way back in they were, you know, we were kind of, you know, pack creatures back in the day. And we still are. We're social creatures now. We call yeah. it that. But like back in the day, we were pet creatures. Um, you know, maybe that plays a bigger role than we think. I, I, and I never really think about that is the psychological effects. I mean, honestly, nobody likes to be wrong. No. Like, even the people that like to say they're fully open-minded and listen, they don't like to be wrong. Nobody mm-hmm. likes to be wrong. And I don't know. That, that That's hard to break. Like, I, I try to... If you get proven wrong, try to view it as you learned something. Yeah. It's hard to do because that pride monster, man, it's uh, <laughs> it's got everybody. Yeah, I think so. I mean, but I also, I'm a, you know, this is just like a little side note real quick, but like I'm a big believer in like, there's, especially when it comes to people, there's at least one exception to every rule. So I, there's got to be one person that does like being wrong. There's got to be... One Surely, person yes. But we need more of them. <laughs> yeah, right. No kidding. I think like I don't know the thing that I don't get 
or that I don't like, I don't know, this, I guess this might be going a little off topic, but you were saying how, like, interviewers will ask, um, well, it's not too off topic. Interviewers will ask, um, you know, the people, like, the, like when they get, like, a small panel of people from, like, different professions that are kind of buttheads or something. Yeah. Um, I absolutely hate it. Like, this is the biggest reason I can't stand Bill O'Reilly, um, is because they do things where, um, I don't even know if Bill O'Reilly's a thing still, but, like, uh, didn't he get fired for... Sexual misconduct, sexually harassing somebody. It, it could, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> with everybody else. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I think something like that happened. Well, well, what he does or did at least on his show, um, I've seen it only a few times. But whenever he got people together, it'd be like him and another Republican, and then one Democrat. And it's like yeah. him and the Republican will sit there and talk and talk and talk and talk, and then like every time the Democrat sits there and like itches his butt. They, like, yeah. go into them and just start ripping <laughs> questions and, like, ripping them apart. It's like, man, like, that's not, a, that's not a debate. That's just a, like, that's just you guys, like, making the other side look bad. But then, you know, it also happens on, um, you know, on the Democrat side. I've seen people do that. Um, another one is, like, a, a Bill Nye the Science Guy. He's got that newer show out that's, like, Bill Nye Saves the World, I think. I haven't watched it because it, we don't believe in space anymore. But, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, kidding. he's... Or am I? But yeah, well, but I don't know, like, he he did that too, where he got, now granted, like, the one, it was, like, modern medicine against traditional medicine, which, in my eyes, like, it's a pretty clear, like, you know, nature medicine has its own benefits, but, like, modern medicine is engineered and made specifically to, like, fix up. Now, granted, I also have some other rabbit holes I go down with modern medicine, but I'm not going to touch that right now. I'm just saying, like, he had, um, like, two people who were, uh... Um, for modern, no, one person who was for modern medicine, one who was, like, some, like, neutral party, and then this other dude who was on, like, History Channel or something, he's got, like, a nature show, and he's just basically a hippie, and his, he was trying to argue that, like, um, that, uh, uh, magic mushrooms and stuff, I think, was, uh, is, like, a viable, like, medicine, which, like, you know, again, I wouldn't do that if I had, you know, a you know, a modern medicine thing to take to fix whatever issues I'm having, but, like, Bill Nye and then the other person who was not the new, like, the uh, person who was, like, all about the modern medicine, they both just just made the dude into a laughing stock. Like, the whole interview thing, um, or the whole segment ended with, like, every, like the crowd and everyone just, like, laughing at the dude who was, like, you know, like, the hippie dude, which, you know, everyone there, almost all the people in the crowd are probably, you know, all about science, but... I mean, you're discrediting that, and, like, that was, like, two years ago that I saw that whole thing, and, like, nowadays I'm starting to see and hear things pop up here and there about how, you know, mushrooms, uh, like, psychedelic mushrooms are being, like, looked towards by the scientific community as a way of, uh, like, uh, I think it's curing or helping out at least with uh, depression or something like that. Yeah. And it's, like, you know, on the surface, some things, like, you know, Choosing mushrooms over actual medicine to get something fixed on your body, like, or in your mind or anything, like, initially, yeah, that does sound stupid and it sounds kind of nuts, but, like, you know, he's coming from a point of, of like, you know, not, at least as far as he sees it, he's not crazy. Yeah. So, I don't know. Sorry all my explanations are so long-winded. <laughs> no, that's good. Um, yeah... Now, this is something that seems to be exclusive to me in America, 
like you're saying, with these panels, where you've got, you all, people seem to be outnumbered. And the person that acts as the moderator, I'm using air quotes on that, is clearly on one side, mm-hmm. right? So it's, when I see debate debates, I'll listen to some and watch some here and there, like actual ones, they'll have a, you can't be completely unbiased, but typically an unbiased, um, uh, oh, what's the word? Moderator. Moderator. <laughs> um, to make sure everybody gets fair talking points, and I also think it's important to try and get, I don't know how you do that, but get a, an even crowd, too. Because, like, you could get, like, like one of the smartest people out there that actually knows what they're talking about. But then if everybody likes the other guy, they're just going to boo everything he says. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, this is not, this is not a, bit, a debate. Yeah. Or even if it is, like, those, you know, if it's all one side crowd, like, chances are they're all going to leave there, you know, with either the same mindset or a more enforced same mindset. But here's like, I don't want, and this is me personally, I don't want to go to a debate with my mind made up or listen to a, or come into a conversation with my mind made up. That's not interesting at all. And I'm not just going to sit and listen to only people that agree with me. Mm-hmm. That's not interesting to me at all. Yeah. And nobody seems to, I don't know, nobody seems to have this mindset anymore. And maybe it is psychological. Like we say, we want to be part of a group. You get in that group, and you do whatever it is to make to make it look like you're part of that group. And it's like in high school when you get in with the one cool crowd, you start acting like a tall douche, you know, yeah. just because everybody else does. And you want to seem cool. And it's just like, okay, that's not. That's basically what what you guys are doing. <laughs> um, yeah. And I have learned watching the media. It's become so obvious after 2016 election. So maybe that was a good thing that Donald Trump got elected because it's brought a lot of things to the forefront that, I don't know. It's clear that it's, you, you, can, you, you either like Trump or you hate Trump and you have to pick a side. Yeah, you have I, to pick a side, Aaron. Oh, I know. <laughs> you have to. I, I remember a while back I put down, I posted up, uh, it was when Hillary and Trump were doing their first debate, I think. Um, I'm coming from a point of view where I don't, like, if you make it to the presidency, I don't think that you have anyone's but your own interest in mind. I don't think that you're a moral person at that point. I think that you've already had to, like, you know jump through enough hoops and everything and bend over and take it from enough crappy people to where like you get to that position and you're, you're, you're just a face. You're just a face at that point. Yeah. And I remember when I posted about that uh, debate, I said, um, like there were no gender terms. There was no terms at all. All I said is no matter, like I said, no matter what either of them say, uh, they're both snakes. I think that's what I said. Yeah. And most of my friends, or you know, people on Facebook who like liked it or looked at it or anything, you know, they were just like, "Ha ha!" It was it was mostly just a tongue in cheek thing. Anyways, I feel that way, but like it was mostly just a joke. Well, this one girl comes up, and this isn't the only time she's said something to me, but she comes up, and she told me that it was uh, that it was a sexist statement among like two or three paragraphs of other stuff, which like. You know, I, 
at the time I was completely like, man, like, what the hell? Like, this isn't sexist. Like, she's just stupid. I wrote her off as, oh, she's just stupid. But, like, you know, like, um, especially after just, like, well, really it's after the next time she contacted me about something I said, which was, was definitely more offensive than that. But, like, you know, like, people get offended. All right. Like, some people don't get offended. Some people do. That's how I kind of see that. But some, like, some people like to be offended, I feel. <laughs> I, I think she's one of them, man, because she came at me again. And she just, like, tons of messages. And, like, after that, I, I tried to come back at her and be like, listen, like... Because she was, she was really tearing into me. I, I tried to be, like, you know, level-headed with her the whole time. I think there was one time I said, like, a little bit of a snippy thing. But, like, other than that, I was like, listen, like, you know, I, I sent her a message the next day. I was like, listen, like, you're coming from a point of passion. You're coming from a point of, like, like... like a point of view that I'm not seeing. I would like you to, uh, I, I, I told her I genuinely like to hear this, like hear your point of view. She didn't message me back or anything. Cause like, I don't know when I brought it to one of my friends, he said it's, it's, you know, possibly a case of like, don't negotiate with the terrorist sort of deal. Yeah. Like that person's convinced I'm already such a crappy person that I'm not gonna, you know, but I don't, I don't know. Like it's important to hear what she has to say and anyone like her, you know, I think, and I think that's part of that adds fuel to the fire is one you've got your side you've picked and you're rooting for your side no matter what right even if they're wrong you 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 have to somehow justify it for them, and then also, you know emotions get involved with it and when you pair the two, that's when you get people like the person that you're talking about because they're not rational at that point. Because yeah. like to me, if somebody says something that I strongly disagree with. I'm not gonna attack them and be like, why do you think this? Like, I wanna, I wanna fully understand the way you're thinking. Yeah. And then we can move from there. Yeah. Because if you can't agree on anything from the start, then you're just like, okay, well, you know, we should call it quits because you know, it's not. That's it, right? Yeah. And I don't know. I think like like the point of view that she held. I'm sorry, getting stuck up on her, but it sort of ties into like everything we're talking about. Like, point of view that she had is is generally sure like to be honest like i like i'm on her side like i'm in her corner where she's coming from um because like you know i like yeah i make i make jokes i make crappy jokes about everyone but like i i'm an accepted person i'm gonna you know i'm not gonna say i'm gonna love everyone because like i don't care about the person next door i don't even know who that is um but like you know i have a i I try to maintain like an amount of respect on like a single like on a person-to-person level and like I think that's something that a lot of people don't, especially on the internet, don't have anymore. And, like, you know, like, like there's a thing going around. It's like, if you voted for Trump, um, then you're not my friend anymore. It's like, that's da- that's dangerous. That's a dangerous way of thinking because if you voted for yeah. Trump, you don't have to like that person. You don't have to like why they voted. But, like, you know, hear it out. Because if you're not, that's just further dividing everyone. And I think it, the real danger... For us as citizens, like not to be divided, we have to like come back together, and we don't have to like each other, but we have to at least be able to talk to each other. And I think part of the dangerous part is people thinking they are right, (laughs) and that's it, right? When you have that mindset, then then you do that, and you're like, well, but still, even if even if you knew you were right, and your friend said the earth is flat or something, and you disagreed, you're not gonna not be their friend anymore. I mean, it's just it's like, okay, you think a little differently. Yeah, that's fine. You know, people are different, you know. But I, I think with a lot of the 
political stuff, it is there is no right or wrong answer. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a mistake people make, right? The whole thing is any policy or decision that is made in politics, there are advantages and disadvantages to, to everything. So how can you how can you disagree? You can't tell someone they're straight up wrong. You can say, I disagree with you because, you know, I think this is a better way to handle it. And yeah. you think this is a better way to handle it. There's no right or wrong answer. Right. And people say there is a right or wrong answer and there's a right and wrong side. Pick your side. Yeah. And that's not, that's bad. That is bad. It's bad people. I mean, honestly, like, I don't know, because I don't want people talk about sides. Generally, they're talking about, like, Republican, Democrat nowadays. That's pretty much it. And, like. That's, and I think that's a problem, honestly, because it's, um, it's, it'd be so weird to me if you actually agreed with everything that one side agreed. That, there's no way. And then to your, there is always an exception. Surely there might be. But I've got, you know, I I know a few people that, like, I follow on Twitter that are, because it's weird, because it's kind of like, if you're a Christian, you're supposed to be conservative across the board but then you've got some that are democrats hardcore Mm -hmm. but then on that side you've got a lot of things that go against uh, social policies that go against the christianity so it's like so right there you're kind of admitting you know and they'll say i don't agree with that part but everything else you know so you, you can't it's too hard to pick a side and that's why and i'm pitching everyone to come to the center yeah, I'm a libertarian, because I don't. Neither side has it right. I agree with that. There's, I don't know, and it, and it really depends on how you value certain policies. Clearly, people like on the Democrat side tend to care more about social issues. Yeah, it tends to be their thing, um, and then conservative tends to be more towards um, like economic policy, foreign policy. Well, just the business side of things. Mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely agree with those. And that seems how that it's... Statement. That's weird, because it seems how that's a, it's divided that way. If, you, if you're if you well-versed in um, the business-type things, um, how an economy should operate, and how trade should work, taxes, all that stuff, you tend to be more on the right that's side. Right. And if you know more, if you're more active in the, the social aspect then you tend to be on the left side. Yeah. Yeah. That just seems... I don't know. It seems weird. It seems like both people need to educate themselves on the other stuff as well. I agree. You can't... I don't know. But the problem is... The other problem, and this comes back to more of the media stuff, is that they're getting their opinions from the news. Yeah. Yes. And they're only watching, and I don't remember when this happened. When did news become partisan? When, when did that happen? Man, because uh, I swear that wasn't a thing when I was like in middle school. It was the news was the news. You watched the channel that you liked the the people the most. There, yeah. there was no right and left. Maybe I was just a kid and didn't realize it. That could have been it. I mean, I don't know. I. Honestly, I don't know. It's got to have been, like... Like, when did TV start? That was, like, in the like 40s or something? Or... 
It was it was a you while know? back. I know back then you only had like a few channels. I don't know if you had multiple news channels or just like one or two. I think most just had the local channel. Yeah, I think that was all it was, which I don't know. I mean, maybe it just like maybe if it, if they had the same technology back then, like it would have become that cuz I cuz I for me like one thing that's hard to determine is like where I like social beliefs. This is this is a weird like thing to put into words. Like where where like big groups of beliefs like where that's held by a lot of people come from. Like how how long it's been around, I guess. Because I'm not making any sense here, and I, I'm really trying to like convey this point, but I can't figure out exactly how to word it. So go on to you know forget about me opening my mouth. But if I figure out how to word it, I'll come up again with it. So, yeah. And I find everyone is subject to this, and I'll catch myself too, only listening to one side and just reaffirming my -hmm. thoughts, right? And there's one thing that you can't do if you've got somebody that you look up to, you're going to take everything they say as fact. But you have to remember that everybody is human and prone to error and mistakes. So you have to. You have to remember that. And it helps to listen to and read many different sources and stuff. And yeah, you also have to know, you gotta know how to how to read and to listen for problems. And the, like, CNN and Fox News both are horrible with it. Mm-hmm. You just, it's the way it's written, right? If, if something let's say the president does something one side will take it and word it a certain way to make it sound good and the other side words it to make it sound bad Mm -hmm. right so you have to throw away all of the useless language and be like what is actually here and if you do that to like articles and stuff it's garbage across the board like everywhere it's trash if you throw out any anytime there's a hint of opinion throw it out um, you just look at the information that is actually there. Don't listen to what the, the mm-hmm. person says this means, right? Oh, yeah. And yeah, it's trash. Like, I don't have any examples with me, but... Uh, I mean, I, you know, I do know what you're saying, though. Like, so, uh... I'm trying to think of a little bit of an example, too. I understand what you're saying. Um, I guess, like... I don't know. I guess yeah. they're not That's telling it. us the news anymore. They're trying. They're telling. They're not telling us this is what happened. They're trying to say, okay, this is what happened, and this is how you should interpret it, and this is how you should feel about it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, then you're not on our team anymore. Yep. You know, that's that's the news today. And I, I think local news isn't doesn't seem to be as bad. Local news actually seems to be this happened today, and then this happened, yeah. and this happened. Because they have more. Like I think. As a whole, they kind of have more to, you know, it's, it's a smaller scope, so there's more stuff that's going to be relevant to the people in the local area. So, like, that stuff is less filtered, I'd say, but and I don't then, know. And then everybody will, anybody who's thought about this knows that whenever they invented the 24-hour news network, that's when crap hit the fan. Because they have to fill time. And if you don't actually have news... 
you gotta stretch news into news that's yeah. not really news pick up stories and you pick up and now it just seems you know you pick up the ones that you're and i'm sure the boss of whatever news company says this is our real agenda we need to push this this and this let's cover it and i, I think all news places have always been like that to some extent mm-hmm. and money's a, a huge factor in it too so big factor in whatever is going to make you the most money is what you're going to do um, people want to s- I, it seems like this but people want the the nonsense about you know the president and all his stuff that's all they want that's all they want so that's all they're going to keep putting out if people stop just stop stop yeah <laughs> just stop <laughs> Things stop! Are... Stop reading the news. See, but you can't say that though, <laughs> because you need to get your information. But okay, you don't wanna you don't wanna give them because the, they you know they look at how many people are watching us, how many people have read our articles, that kind of stuff. So I would say you know go to the article, throw out the trash, take out the important stuff, and then yeah. go to multiple sources, get your stuff. They're still getting the the clicks and stuff, right? So. Exactly. And there's really no way around it. So we need independent news sources. <laughs> we do. I, I agree with that, but like, any, anytime, like, you know, like, there's ever been an independent, you know, candidate that's ever won, I feel like, really, the the middle doesn't get you charged up enough. Like, if you're in the middle of the road on things, like, you're, you know, either you just don't care at all and don't put any thought into it, or you're, like, you're, you're taking the time to kind of look at both sides and then being like, yeah, you know, both sides have some right and some wrong. I'm gonna stay in the middle. More people, I do think, need to do that. But like, that doesn't that doesn't it's not make that doesn't make big headlines. Yeah, you, know? no. you got to make everything a controversy, right? And man, like, I, I don't know, like, there's things like, uh, and you know, granted, I I only saw like this uh, comparison on Facebook. So like, again, like everything everything I've seen is either from like the television or the computer. And it's all filtered through, you know, fil- filtered through the American media. But, like, there was a thing where um, it was, like, this picture of Trump. And I think he was, like, handing, he was, like, signing something or something like that. And, like, it, it there was, like, a side-by-side comparison of, like, the headlines for it. One was for um, a left-leaning newspaper and one was for a right-leaning newspaper. And, like, they just, the word choice for the headline was, like, so different for each. Like, on one side it was, like... Like, oh, Trump, like, saves babies while he uh, takes down, you know, Kim Jong-un, something like that. But then on the other side, it's like, you know, it said, that was a really bad example. But, like, it, it said exactly what it said, but it, like, used all the opposite words. Like, like if yeah. if it was a positive-sounding word for the right wing, it was a super negative word on the left wing. It's, again, it just feeds into people, like, just constantly getting fed the same you know, information that just, like, strengthens their beliefs and stuff. And I I think if you keep this in mind, the news is trying to make you think another way. And you're letting them, basically. So, don't. Um, And another one thing, like, that drives me nuts that nobody ever calls anybody out on is the pictures that they choose to go with the articles are very... 
like you can see the headline in the picture and you make your own conclusion, whatever they want it to be, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you actually read the article, it has nothing to do with that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I had more examples, but it, well, it would just be like, you know, clickbaity type. And they kind of disguise it better in the when it's not BuzzFeed or whatever. Oh yeah, they disguise it better, but then put a, a picture like um, I don't know if they're covering. They could be covering like a gun law or something mm-hmm. involving something about like banning. Well, I'm just making this up, but like banning revolvers or something. Okay. And instead of a picture of a revolver, they put a picture of like, uh, oh, like an AR-15 or some scary looking weapon instead, right? Yeah. So you're just like, oh yeah, I support that right away. Right? Like, but that's not what the article's about. No. So maybe that, this is what you do. Don't read the headlines ever. That's not a bad idea. Start reading the article. Don't read the headline. But it's really hard to do because they try to make sure that you read it. Oh, they're, they're like 20 <laughs> times the size of the regular font. Well, and don't read the comments. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, if, if the news people don't get you, the comments will try and get mm-hmm. you. Make, oh, your, make your own opinion, man. I say definitely make your own opinion. Um, like, actually, kind of go along with what you just said. Um, and also an example of, in my opinion, why the media is so damn dangerous it's like all right so all these school shootings right um what are the two arguments that you hear as soon as someone brings up school shooting what do you hear what are the two things ban the guns and don't ban guns yeah that's basically (laughs) ban guns don't ban guns yep metal detectors that's what i mean it's it's it might not be a foolproof thing but it's a like i came up with that like once I stopped paying attention, like, for a minute, I kind of got caught up. I was like, oh, man, like, this is kind of, like, it sucks these kids are getting shot, but, like, it's also scary that things might go, like, a more, um, like, government, government, gov- governmentally controlled way. But, like, like, then I stopped for a second. I was like, you know what? Like, a metal detector would catch these guns. Like, you know, assuming they're not, like, the plastic ones that, like, uh, are 3D printed, which are really crappy, you know, that's a, at least in my opinion, viable option. The only argument I've heard against it is money is a thing, but like it's our children's lives at stake. Why the hell is money a thing at all? Like, but like also again, like my point here isn't that metal detectors are going to fix that issue. It's that that was an alternative argument that for me, like it only took me a couple like seconds for that to pop into my head and be like, Hey, like why not this instead? But I don't know. It's like people are so like. There's always like two sides that people are su- supposed to air quotes take that they don't take the time to think of anything else. They don't put their heads together. Part of, and this is one of because it's such a touchy subject, right? Like it's an awful thing that happens. Yes. So if you come out immediately and say ban guns, it's most people it may, makes you look good, right? It's like oh, this guy must really care about it, right? But there's no, but that's it, right? They don't have any, that's the end of the argument. It's like bang guns and then that'll never happen. It's like, okay, that's, is that true, right? Nobody was willing to, dis- no one's willing to discuss it mm-hmm. for real. Yeah. And that's, that's the issue. Um, and it, it's because it's such a emotionally involved thing that happened it's really easy to go with the search. Whenever you, if you come out and be like, no, that's incorrect, uh, we need to look at this further, then people just 
feel like, oh, you don't care about kids, or yeah. oh, you're a bad person, right? And it's like, no, you, you have to, you have to look at everything yeah. always. And well, it's so like, uh, I won't get too deep on gun stuff specifically because we're talking about media, but uh, I don't know. People need to sit down and discuss it because it's. Well, I got like when these things happen, it's these people plan these things out, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. This is not, uh, you know what? I think I'll shoot a school today. Run by Walmart, pick up a gun, and then go shoot it. Right? That's how people think these things happen. It's yeah. like, no, this was planned out. And if guns weren't the thing, whatever the next exactly. thing is going to be, right? Yeah. They're going to find a way to do bad things. All right. And if you just keep banning everything. That could possibly be wrong. It's just like, well, this comes back to the argument. I don't think I've mentioned this on this one. It's just like, do you want to live in a perfect world where nothing bad happens, but nobody is allowed any freedoms, right? Mm -hmm. You get nothing. You get food in your house, and you do what the government tells you. Everybody's safe. Nothing bad ever happens, but you have zero freedom. So, or you have freedom... And you have to do your best to mitigate these these terrible things from happening, but you can't stop you can't stop evil from happening. Mm-hmm. Bad people are gonna do bad things. They will find a way. And, and sometimes bad people don't think they're bad. Like that's it's it's yeah. It's, or, and, I don't know. Like that's just, these uh, people are not so people need to sit down and discuss. How do we actually how can we we can't 100% stop these things from happening. It's impossible. If you think that that's possible, you're living in a fancy land. So yeah. it's, okay, this guy or this kid got a hold of a gun, came to school, did his thing. What would have stopped it? No guns? It, taking the gun, let's say, you know, I've got, I've got guns in my room. I give them, I gave them away. Does that stop anything? Would that have stopped anything? No. So what do you do? And it's, you know, and my argument is, like, security. It's mm. as simple as that, right? Like, police stations and I think courthouses, banks, they have security to stop things from happening, right? You make laws that say, hey, shooting up schools is bad. Mm. You'll go to jail forever if you do that, right? Okay, first off, nobody's going to even think about doing something that but even the ones that do will be like well there's consequences I'm not going to do it mm. but then there's the crazy ones that are going to do it anyway you can tell them they can't do anything but they're going to do it mm-hmm. so the only way to stop that is you know to take preventative safety measures on your end mm. maybe that's, that's the part of it. You're, you're trying to force you're trying to fix the problem by making other people make changes and hoping that works instead of taking measures to do something yourself to stop it if it does happen. Yeah. And I mean that's that's kinda how I view myself with guns. Like I want a gun. I don't have one yet, but I'm planning on getting one one day and it's like I know I'm not gonna go shoot up a school. So I know my gun, barring any accidents, which I will say, you know, just the fact of having a gun around does open the door for accidents. Yeah. So like just having around in your immediate vicinity, things are more dangerous. But like, if you're a responsible gun owner, yeah. and if you aren't a, a whack job, that gun's not going to be going off. If you're taking it out, 
and like pulling the like you know taking the bullets out and then like pulling the trigger on that's when accidents happen yeah. because you never know when a gun is completely cleared. You got a couple stories that happened around me, um, but like I'm not gonna touch on that right now. But like they, you know that that's what happens if you get people recognizing that like that's how accidents do happen. You know, then hopefully they'll either say, "Oh, I'm too excellent prone to not get or to have a gun," or they'll say, "I'm going to get a gun, but I'm just going to be responsible with it." That's all I'm trying to get. But I think part of it too, with a lot of things, issues, and not just this, is people are scared to to use logic. Yeah. Because because it's a hot topic, because it's a touchy subject, people don't want to talk about the facts of what the repercussions are of mm-hmm. such things. Um, I'm trying to think of an example. I'm drawing the blank. Well, like, hold on, I had a thought. My, my mind goes sometimes like, wait, 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 wait. I got a million things to say, but they're all trying to come through at once. But it, it's, you have to say, okay, like, when, you know, there, there are irresponsible gun owners. Yeah, leave oh, their sure. guns out and their kids get a home, and that, right? That is not okay. Nobody thinks that's okay. But that is a very rare occurrence, right? And I think part of the people, people want to eliminate all bad things from happening. Like I said before, and you, you can't. And this is such a small minority when you're like accidental gun deaths per year or whatever is this amount is taking all the people that are responsible is taking one, taking all their guns away. Is that going to fix the issue? Mm-hmm. And is that is that fair? Like, honestly, like I have a, a pistol in my room. At night, in case somebody breaks up, yeah, to protect my family. I think that's smart. Why should why should I not be able to have that right? Because some idiot down the street doesn't take care of his firearms like he's supposed to. I mean, exactly. it's just it doesn't make sense. I think, and people, then people argue and be like, "Well, it's about you know, it should never happen ever." So ban all the guns. It's just like, well, okay, maybe you do that. Nobody has guns. That's not going to happen. Something else is going to happen. That reckless parent, It's if it's not a gun, it could be something else. Not, they're not watching the kid. They left the chemicals out, left a knife out, left them unattended with like a dog that's not well-trained. It's just anything could happen. Okay. Yeah. So you have to be reasonable when you when you look at things. But people are afraid to do that, like. And I know, like, even me saying this, I know some people that are going to get pissed off. Oh, definitely. And it's, I don't know. I think... It's crappy, but... Well, that's another thing. I think, and this is something that will piss people off, but, like, personally, I think a little bit of this gun stuff is, you know, pushed sensationalism. Again, I'm not saying these shootings didn't happen because, like, people died. It sucks. It's really sad. I've, you know... I mean, I didn't know any of the people, so I'm not personally hurt, but, like, you know, I'd rather not have people just dying and getting shot, especially kids. Yeah, it's not, not good. And really, most people don't want that. But the thing is, these stories that are getting pushed, like, for instance, my little sister, Gemma. Um, maybe I should have said her name, maybe not. I don't know. But 
So she, uh, I think her and my other sister, they were at, or well, my one sister was at the doctor, but my sister was at school. And they had to go in lockdown because somewhere, it wasn't on the school grounds, but it was at a gas station, um, somewhere satellite in the school grounds. I, I don't think it was exactly right across the street or thing, but it was within proximity. Well, this dude, I think there was like an armed robbery there. This guy had a gun. I don't remember what gun it was, but he had a gun and he was robbing the place and he took off and first he started running towards the school, but he didn't ever go to the school. Yeah. Well, Gemma and all her classmates and everyone, they're locked up in lock, or they're in lockdown for, you know, three, four or five hours, something like that. She gets a call from one of her friends in St. Louis and says she was watching the news and they said there was a uh, uh, um, an armed gunman at the school who was like yeah. shooting up, and it's yeah. like it didn't happen like yeah. that at all. There were a lot of other stories, and again, you know, I like I, I completely believe that one just because it's so close to home. I don't see why my sister would lie to me about that. Yeah. Um. So I a hundred, you know, hundred percent believe that. Ninety nine percent going with what we said on the last podcast. You know, I, don't, I wasn't there, so I don't know for sure. Ninety nine percent true that happened. Um. Through these other, you know, then I saw this thing come out where it was like, um, it listed out all the things that were, it was, again, it was on Facebook. So, I mean, this could just be something popping up to, um, you know, to bolster my own beliefs. But it was a thing that came out and it was like, all right, like, these are all the um, gun shootings that had happened. It was like, it was in like March or something. It was one with the first real big one this year. It went down to big shooting. Um, there, there was like... All these posts coming up that were like, oh, it's only been like a few months in this year and there's already like 30 shootings. And then this thing came up and it was like, all right, you know, like this one was a shooting. This one was a shooting. This one was a suicide or an attempted suicide. This one was a gun going off in a parking lot of a school. So all these things are being classified as school shootings. And then after that, everyone starts posting things up like, oh, it's 18 school shootings since which 18 school shootings is way too much for any year ever. But like. Right there is just proof that, like, you know, your 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 knowledge, whatever side you're on, even if you're in the middle, like the knowledge what you're getting shown, is like I'm. A, this is one of the things I'm hundred percent sure about is the stuff that you are shown, is not hundred percent real. I'm hundred percent certain about that. <laughs> I agree. Uh, statistics are a big thing. I will say most of them are bullshit. They're, they're, you can present, you can present numbers in so many ways to say anything, honestly. Mm-hmm. And really going off one statistic for anything is not sound advice. Like, cause, and I had a statistics class in college and so I can like call out the bullshit when I see it. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you've got so many factors that you need to look at. Like you said, uh, with the one that said, oh, there's been 30 shootings this year. So the first question is, okay, what, what is a shooting by your definition? And it was based on that one is anytime anything with a gun had anything to do with anything ever yeah. near a school, Damn. within 30 miles of a school, that counts as a shooting, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, that doesn't sound correct. Because when you think school shooting, you think like legitimate school shooting. Yeah. Okay, there was, there was two of those, maybe three. And that was it. But then they throw all these other ones because it sounds outrageous, mm-hmm. right? If somebody says, I mean, honestly, even if they just said, you know, there's been three this year, you know, that 
still pretty nice. It's not good, you know. Mm-hmm. But 30, then people just lose their mind and just start freaking out. And yeah. That's, that's what they want you to do. Mm-hmm. The people that write these articles, they're not, you know, trying to do justice for, for gun violence. They're trying to make money. Yeah. Almost. And people don't get that. I agree with that. And... And that's why, like, that's just another way that money, you know, really can corrupt and change. I don't think people realize how much power money has. Like... Rules the world. It does. And and this is just a tad bit off topic. It goes along with money. But, like, a little bit of speculation on my end. Like, like we're told all these things are, like, you know, like, laws and all this stuff is, like, how it is within our, like, socioeconomic system. But, like... People, like, I don't know, I've talked to some friends who I value, like, their, like, their, their knowledge on this kind of stuff, like, they eat, live, and breathe these things, but they're also, they manage to stay in the middle and keep a pretty solid mind about, you know, anything they're, uh, talking about, well, like, um, hold on a second, ah, damn it, I lost again, man, lost again. Um, oh, yeah, alright, so, like, there's there's so much stuff that, like, like, we see what is shown to us on the news and stuff, which, whether it's real or fake, whatever, but then, behind the scenes, it's like, like, the two things I know that are good motivators are money and fear, oh, yeah. and, like, where money falls short, fear usually picks up, and, you know, when, when money and fear both fail as a motivator, that's when you get an assassination on your hands, um, and I feel like, honestly, the way, like, if you just look... At like the way the people run our government, and you look at the like you look at some of the things like MK Ultra was a really shady thing our government. We had cover to... lots of that on our podcast. All right, cool. Well, all right, you, y'all, y'all already know. That. We recently talked about counterintelligence through the media. Was That's a pretty... thing, definitely still a thing. Yeah. Under a different name. Oh. Yeah. But I don't know. That's like, that's just stuff that I'm sure is going on in much more of an abundance than people think. I would say it is commonplace. Mm-hmm. It, it would be rare to find somebody that was not acting in that way. Right. Like, um, I'm sure any of the high-ups, I'm like, like, the reason we get so much crap on the news, I'm sure part of it is also, like, the people who are running those news sources and stuff, like, they're probably in line with it anyways, but, like, if they decided to be like, no, I'm going to put, like, real hearty good news out there, they're going to get a bullet in their head, dude. Maybe. That's what I think. The people who, like, own that stuff... I think they're held to a higher standard that no one else knows exists. And that's being able to live unless you say what you're supposed to say. And even like you said earlier, I think it was in this episode, um, that you have to be some sort of sociopath slash psychopath to get to CEO of a company, to get to Congress, to get to President of the Mm -hmm. United States. Because you have to completely... You have to... You have to throw everybody under the bus on the way to the mm-hmm. top. Mm-hmm. And that's why you don't see good politicians. They don't exist because of that reason. You have to be a... a and you all know the, the, the type, right? Just the, you know, I'm the best. Screw you guys. I'm going to screw everybody over as long as I get what I want. Yeah. That's basically everybody that's in any high position. Yes. Because the people that say, you know... You know, I, I want to run a fair run for this office. You know, I, I 
promote honesty and this and that. And then the other guy's like, I'm going to give you free money and or I'm going to give you, right? You know, so that, <laughs> the honest person is screwed and the piece of crap gets elected. Yep. That's, that's our politics. That's how it works. And I don't know. That's why, like, I don't know. That, that's why, like, again, I was saying, like, assassinations happen when people stop going by, well, you know, like, what I think is, you know, our government, what they want to happen. Um, oh, yeah. But that's why, like, you know, I think sometimes we do get people up in there where, like, they kind of know, like, they know what's going on and they don't feel like it. So, again, kind of an exception to every rule. But, like, yeah. those people get killed. Like, I think JFK probably knew something. There was a guy in the 80s, I mean, he was president, so, you know, but this, not the guy in the 80s, this dude in the 80s, uh, congressman or senator or something, I forgot, but, um, he was talking about a group, it was like Bilderberg or something like that, it was a big, wealthy, politically, you know, kind of powerful group, very rich elites, they always met up at this one building, and he started going on live TV and saying, like, oh, they got a bunker under there. They got, like, like years and years and years worth of supplies and food to keep them alive and safe and well in case anything happened. Yeah. He even called out, he's like, listen, like, you know, me saying this, they don't like it. I'm, I might end up dead one day. I don't know. You know, after, like, a few times of him saying this, a couple weeks later, he committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm not going to commit suicide. I'm pretty sure he said I'm not going to commit suicide. And, like... Yeah, committed suicide. Yeah. So, yeah, you do what you're told, man. You gotta do what you're told, otherwise you're dead. But like, it's, you know, those people, like, people don't ever even like think of that stuff. That's yeah, that's a bit. People, people like their blissful unawareness. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's why you know a lot of conspiracy theorists get a bad rap because yeah. Okay, they're doing a good job at concealing what they're doing. They're going to make sure of that. Yeah. Right. But it's still, it's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. But only to those that want to see it. Mm-hmm. So people are pretty, they're fine to shut it out, get on their social media, watch their TV. They don't care. Right? Yeah. And it's like... They've got us distracted. Oh. And the media distracts us even more, gets us fighting each other, and, you know... Yes. That's the other big thing, is that they want us fighting each other. And we're doing that in abundance. Yeah. I, you're doing you're doing their dirty work for them, so you yeah. know that's why listen to people and have intelligent discussions with people. Leave your emotions at the door. I know sometimes that can be tough with certain issues. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know if you were having a gun debate with someone whose child was a victim, obviously you know that's going to be if that happened to me, to it would be that. so hard to to have an honest discussion with that. You know, and if you're not able to have that calm, rational discussion, just don't have it and keep yeah. your mouth shut. Yeah. And, you know, I think even the people who don't, like, I, I consider myself a relatively uninformed person, which, I don't know, maybe it's questionable if I should even be putting my voice on the internet or not. But I know I'm relatively uninformed on some things, and so that's where, like, like, Maybe my opinions sometimes are wrong, or maybe people view them as wrong, but, like, you know, I'd like to talk about it. I'd like to figure... Maybe you can convince me otherwise. Like, you're not gonna... You're not gonna get a chance at all if you don't, and if you just tell me to shut up. And that's a... Yeah, that's a good point. So... If you're unfamiliar with a, a topic, instead of taking your trusted news source or person you look up to, 
go to a handful of people with different views mm-hmm. and hear what they say and then make up your mind. And that's, you have to do that. You can't trust, I was going to say this earlier, you have to be careful who you trust too and, and look at who they are and what are their credentials really. Mm-hmm. So you've got, and this is, people have this completely backwards, right? Are you going to listen to like Thomas Sowell, who is a like PhD economics professor, He's no, yeah, yeah, PhD doctor professor who's like sixty something. He's been around the block. He understands things, mm-hmm. telling you about what's wrong with the economy, and how to fix things. Are you going to listen to him, or are you going to listen to you know career politician Bernie Sanders? Right, we've got it backwards. They like the things that Bernie Sanders says, mm-hmm. so it's like okay, this guy, I like this guy, this other guy is far more qualified. Right, you need to be listening to the actual smart people, yeah. not the ones that say what you want to hear. Right, so take him and be like, okay, this is the smartest guy that I could find for economics. I'm gonna li- listen to what he says to get informed. Right, mm-hmm. but also, you know, at the same time, say, okay, who is the smartest person that opposes some of his views? An actual smart person, yeah. right? Another smart person. Yeah. Listen to his and be, like, and then you can get a good idea of. Okay, he was right on the most part, but this guy has some good points. We don't have a good answer for that, you know. And that's how everything is. Like, there's no right and wrong answer. Yeah, there is things that work, things that don't. There's trade-offs for, you know, you can have more laws and be safer, or you can have more freedom and, you know, yeah. a risk of whatever. So, kinda, nobody, I would... At Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, I would not consider any of them to be intelligent people. And I wouldn't consider our politicians at all to be intelligent people. They're real good at being politicians, which means they're real good at saying things that get them votes. Yeah. Why Don't listen to that. Like, listen to a smart person. Yeah. I wish our government was made of the smartest people for the job, but it's not. It's made of the people that talk the best and say the right things at the right time. Which... I'm so you're all suckers. Of, oh jeez, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm like I'm kind of like freaked out the direction I'm like the like I already don't like the place that our presidency is in anyways. Like I think yeah. it's a complete sham. But like now like just people they're they're, they're just joking around and saying oh we're gonna run for president. But you got like Kanye West and stuff saying this. And it's like Kanye West would not make a good president. <laughs> I think was already decided. <laughs> He's gonna do exactly the same as all the other ones do. They're good at being just. I mean, everyone already likes Kanye. People like there's all like you know there's a couple other ones. I forgot who else was uh, saying they were gonna go up. There's been celebrities that have come up and been like, "Who I want to?" I think yeah. The Rock is one of them. Says he wants to be president. Yeah. And it's like, man, like we already got. I call Trump a pseudo celebrity because at least in my world he was never like. He was kind of around in the background, yeah. But like, he was never like a celebrity. Celebrity, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, way. I think he was more of a big deal like in the eighties before mm-hmm. we were born. But yeah, I'll probably explain it. But I don't know. It's just they're, they're if they end up being president, they'll do just as good a job being president because all the president is is a fucking talking head. So if you ask me, Trump's doing a great job because he's getting everyone so pissed off at each other. <laughs> so and that's uh, I don't. I don't know how to even fix that because really the only solution is people need to educate themselves. Our schools aren't doing a good job of it. 
and and then that's the thing and I think part of the other part of the problem is nobody wants to talk about it uh, most people are like oh I hate talking about politics I hate talking about you know the economy and stuff I don't know anything about it right well go go learn about it right get a basic understanding of how things work that way your vote is a good vote right because mm-hmm. now it's and this is what could have been scary with Bernie Sanders is people, he said things that sounded good, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, free healthcare, free school. That sounds good. No, I think everybody can agree that that sounds good. That sounds good. How are we going to get that, right? That's the question people need to ask. They're not going to ask that question. They're just going to vote yes. Mm-hmm. He gets in there and our country falls apart. Because, or that, or he doesn't fulfill any of the promises he yeah. made. Which is more than likely. And it's just like, okay, well. Good job. You see, part of me almost says, like, I don't know, the way I think about it, it's like our our whole political system is kind of eroded as a, like, as an entirety, in its entirety, from like a, I don't know, like, I guess something where you got, you know, people coming in to try to do better for the country and stuff, but like, it's, it, it maybe it wasn't always like this, but you got, like, you'll have for four or eight years, barring any impeachments or anything, you'll get one point of view. The next four or eight years, though, it switches because another president gets it or an an entire other party gets it. And part of me almost wants to just say, like, I don't give a shit, like, whose view it is or what. Just, like, like, take something and stick with it and, like, just go. Because it's everything is always changing. There's never any, in my opinion, there's never any real, like any real progress on things because we're still like like take the whole like uh this is touchy but like you know race race and stuff that's a big that's that's been a debate that's going on that's been going on for a long time in my opinion like we as like citizens granted i don't know everyone but like to me it seems like everyone who's a citizen has a general like acceptance from someone no matter what their skin color is right most people i i I have met racist people before that's you know Tying into the media, the media, media makes it seem like racism is such a huge issue, and honestly, it's it's not. Like maybe there's some hot spots in in this country that you know still think that way, and maybe those you know rednecks in Eastern Kentucky. No offense, anyone, but you know, <laughs> yeah. they might still be you know, yeah, less you know accepting, but it's not an issue. Like it, I think I don't know anybody that's racist. I, I, I think I can name one person. This person's very, very old and stuck in his ways. Okay, well. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, like, there there definitely is a race issue, but, like, I think it's being... Blown out of proportion. Blown out of proportion and perpetuated. Like, I personally don't like... Like, I'm on board with the sentiments of, like, Black Lives Matter and stuff, but I don't like any movement. Because, to me, the only thing that's sure to do is split people up. Because you get... You know, you get, you just get your different movements, and like that in itself, creating a movement, putting yourself into a, a thing, is further dividing the country. And like, but then also at the same time, like, I know coming from my point of view, like, I guess you know it is. I guess it's like a, a privileged thing to say, like to talk like that. Like uh, that one girl I was talking about earlier. She like you know, I kind of told her what. You know, we were just talking about how, like, you know, the race thing is kind of perpetuating stuff. She's like, wow, you're coming from a place of privilege. It's like, I guess, like, I may be coming from a place of privilege. Like, I, How I, do you figure that? 
Well, because all right, so so well, somebody I, somebody has to explain this one to me, and if somebody's an expert on this, please come uh, on. Privilege. But tell me what what is privilege? Okay, so I don't. This is the thing. I, I want people. I want someone to actually sit there and tell me what it is instead of like yelling at me. But I will say, like, for a while, I was like, "Oh, white privilege. That's bullshit. You know, it's stupid." But then, uh, back sort of recently, um, I lost my uh, SUV. It, it broke down on me, and I needed another car. And I need. I got this car that I have outside. The only reason I was able to get that so quick is because I had a bunch of. Um, a bunch of funds and stuff that my grandpa had put aside for me and like that was before I was born I think and so he had this stuff growing for me I had enough to get a new car while I was doing that there was like some like I was in a really like like it was very stressful for me at that point it was a couple months where I didn't have a ride in my job I was pizza delivery so I had a new car um and I remember at one point I was just like in my room just like man this sucks and I was like you know what though like I don't remember what brought me to the whole like thought of white privilege, but it came in my mind. I was like, you know, if my grandpa was black, chances are he wouldn't have had the means to put that money away for me. And if he did, it probably wouldn't have been as much. And granted, again, exception to every rule. It's not like every single black family or black person was like a slave back in the day. But, you know, I did, you know, I had money that probably wouldn't have been there if I was from a black family. It, that's, that's how I see privilege a little bit. But I don't think it's. Do you also, think it's a race thing? At this day and age. At, at this day and age, no. I think it's just a perpetuating thing because, because like people like to, like people like to be like, oh, like, uh, the white man came here and blah blah. It's like, white people that were alive hundreds of years ago came and enslaved. Black people who were alive hundreds of years ago were slaves, but they're not slaves now. And the white slave owners that were around back then, you know, they're not around either. So, like, there's no fucking, like, slave owners. So, like, if people could stop going, and again, to, to a lot of people out there, I'm sure they're just listening and saying, oh, this dude's talking from privilege or whatever, which may hold some water, may not. Like, I feel like we have the complete ability to, if we stop yelling about race, yeah, that's... you know, kind of bring, you know, help people out. That's, that's hit. this is what I want to say. Privilege. Some people may be more privileged than others. Mm-hmm. If you separate it on race, you are causing the problem, right? That is not. If you went back, you know, when was slavery abolished? Like you can go back, you know, maybe in the sixties, you could make an argument that, in general, you know, the white people might be better off, right? Mm, I, this day and age, it has nothing to do with race. It's a class thing. It's yeah, it's class, and I don't mistake the two. No, like I agree, I agree with that. Like, there's some very wealthy black people I know. Yeah, Tiger Woods. And it's just <laughs> everybody's privileged in certain areas and less in others, and that's that is on an individual to individual basis. When you start lumping it in with, like, by race or religion or. Um, anything really gender whatever that's when you start running into problems and it it, and it muddies the water because you're like like i don't want to hear the word white privilege ever yeah it has nothing to do with color your skin well 
I gotta say, I, I do a little bit disagree. If you can pull up now, if you could pull up the stats that showed that, which nobody can ever do, um, but even then, still, just because maybe let's say sixty percent of white people make so much more, and then forty percent here, it's not big enough that it should be like a concern. And do do we owe anybody anything? For for that, that's something I don't think. I don't, I don't know anyone's shit. I I I wasn't slating people up. I'm not a racist motherfucker. Like, excuse my language. I don't know if this is. I don't know if this is a language sensitive podcast. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't believe it also. But it's no. I, I I don't like. I think that's dangerous logic, and people need to not even. This is America. Yeah. You can make your way, right? Yeah. Literally, me. And even my, like my dad, and even my dad's dad, started with nothing, mm-hmm. right? Out of the house, when he's 18, started with nothing. Mm-hmm. Worked to get where he's at today, and, you know, it's not, and I, I've worked to get where I'm at today by hard work. It wasn't given to me, mm-hmm. and I think that's the mistake. Nothing yeah. is given to you, and something people might not, people will get real pissed off, maybe, and, and don't want, ever want to talk about is that, honestly... Like, a black kid that wanted to go to college does have it easier than I do, right? And that's kind of, we've set that up, like, with affirmative action and stuff to kind of to kind of try and balance things out, mm-hmm. okay? And you can be fine with that or not. So, how am I privileged, right? Yeah. I have $50,000 in student loan debt because I had to pay for every penny of my college. Yeah. And see, I agree. Like, I'm not privileged. Like, I'm, you know, I'm just that, like everybody else. From that, I, I I do agree with you on that. I think there's like a bit of vestigial privilege. Like what what I was describing about myself, I think that was kind of a vestigial thing. Because because the fact is, back in the day, or if you, if you were a slave, or if you were a black person, you probably were a slave, right? If you were a black person in America, probably were a slave. That's just like the numbers speaking. Um, and so I do think that those numbers do translate to like again, if I was if I did come from a slave. Like a slave lineage, I was a black dude came from a slave lineage. I I do think that the money that I had, chances are it wouldn't be there. I'm not gonna say it couldn't have because somewhere down the line there could have been, you know, in this fictional um, um, black lineage, there could have been someone who like, you know, escaped, worked his way up, and like became super rich. But like that doesn't usually happen. So I do think that there is a little bit of like trailing privilege, but then sitting there I think, and I think again I think that was a fair argument way back in the day true that but I don't think it's relevant today like, right. at, all, like at all like I just don't think it is like like in general there are some there of the people that let's say got a big inheritance from their family chances are that they're white right mm-hmm. But that's a select few. That's not commonplace. It is not commonplace. It'd be like if you, if if white privilege was really a thing, you, me, everybody, we should all have our own house, car, perfectly paid off, nice job, everything. Is that the case? It's not. Mm-hmm. To me, it's extremely. It's it's not an issue now, and it's it's frustrating. I. Because you. And I know people. Uh, it's hard to get this. It's hard to get this point across without making people mad. 
you can't keep looking in the past. Like, I agree with that. When is it ever going to go away? If it's not, it's never going to go away. Exactly. And they don't want it to go away. But it's not an issue. Like, so, I am white. I can't name a single thing that that I can do exclusively because I'm white. So, like, you know, education at school, mm-hmm. right? I learned, I just paid attention, right? That's it. Anybody can do that. That's yeah. not a privilege yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Um, and I wanted to go to college, right? That costs money. Money I didn't have. So I took out a loan. So, in, in maybe this might make more of an argument for affirmative action. Like I did have parents that were able to sign for that loan to say, "Yeah, we're cool, right?" Mm-hmm. A black family that has no credit history may not be able to do that, but they have several scholarships and grants that they can get just for being yeah, a minority, definitely. right? So maybe leave that alone. They're like I don't. I mean, I, I do kind of agree. So I've got, a, I've got a privilege that I can take out a loan. Yeah. Right? I still got to pay it back. You know, it sucks, right? And this other family has the privilege of being able to receive special money for it. Yeah. So, sure, privilege is a thing. But White it, privilege is not a thing. See, I think, I think that it is to a very small degree, to the point where I do agree that bringing anything like that up in an argument is detrimental and kind of backpedaling like for instance i absolutely i absolutely hate this thing i keep seeing where it's like you you can't be sexist towards men and you can't be racist towards white people yeah because i have a few problems with it first off i know people are going to be like oh this guy he's he's white so this white man he's a white man it's that's not why like you can you can have your opinions on it but like i said what 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 privilege do you actually have there (laughs) well exactly well i mean exactly it's like I mean, like... At this day and age, you know? At this day and age. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, I really don't have a whole... You know, I guess I wouldn't say I have much privilege. Aside from that one thing of, like, money, that's the only instance where anything ever sparked, like, oh, maybe privilege is a thing. But that, I wouldn't say... Because then you would argue that saving an inheritance for your grandchildren is is a white thing. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think it's true. I think black people do that, too. Yeah. No, I mean, definitely, like, especially, like, nowadays, definitely, there's... There are, like, there's there's people of every race who, like, you know, they are, you know, hard workers who have, like, you know, they, they have pulled themselves and their families and stuff, you know, they've, they've got money for them, um, and it wasn't, like, a privileged thing, you know, they did it themselves. Um, uh, where was I? I was going, sorry, I, I had to switch thoughts halfway through because I was going with something else when I missed, um. I keep having I interrupted Mark. No, you're fine. I do that too. I don't know, but I think at some point, like, I think we need to just eliminate the racing as a whole. Racing as a whole, because and and look at things. It's just like you and me. Sure, you got that money from your grandma grandpa to be able to yeah. afford the thing but that's 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 just that's life yeah I mean, I, <laughs> he yes. happened to have it for you all right cool where was mine yeah i don't have that i'm white where is mine <laughs> you know <laughs> i still gotta pay on this card right so we just need to cut off the some people are privileged in the fact that they may have there's privileges yeah it's not race-based it's i think it's class-based Nowadays. And it is class based. Like it is true that it's harder if you're already 
if you're already well off, you'll stay pretty well off. Right? It's, it's not a... So what we need to do is be like, okay, there may have been some inequalities amongst race back in the day. However, we're talking about today. Let's look at today. Does everybody have the same opportunity? The people that have happen to have extra money laying around or being born into rich families are privileged. It's not based on race. You know? yeah. Lucky them, right? So... But I can I can get rich too if I want to, if I really want to. Yeah. And here here's one thing I, I wanna to yell at people: if you want to be rich, you have to work your ass off. Like people will be like, "Oh, freaking Jeff Bezos, he's so rich. He busted his ass for probably twenty years mm. to get to where he's at now." So shut up. <laughs> if if you work your nine to five job, come home and watch TV and drink beer and complain about not being rich. Screw you. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely agree with that for sure. And I don't think there are, the color of our skin is not going to change if we decide that we're going to bust our ass. It's not going to make a difference. Well, so I, I honestly don't think it is. I, but the news is going to, they're going to, they're always going to just be like, oh, but you know, it's, you know, how, they might be do something like, well, how many, you know, black CEOs do you see or something like that? And it's like, well, how many of them I actually want to aspire to be that, you know? That's, I think that's I think that's definitely a you know definitely a good like good thing to look down, um, good path to. I mean I can't I mean I don't know much about like CEOs and stuff, and, like who all is up there and all that. But like, I I, I see the point you're making. You know, I, I hard work like a work ethic isn't something that's race based. It's just like how you are. I think as a person, I think yeah. I do think you know people do need to start looking at each other through, like, or as individuals more, like, that's what I do. I know people are like, oh, you, like, when people say, like, they can't see color, like, they don't see race, like, it's pretentious, like, yeah, but, like, what direction do you want us to go? Do you want us to stay separated, or do you want us to, you know, like, I mean, I, I, I was called racist for saying that um, it's a class thing. I, I was called racist before for saying that this is mostly a class thing. I do think, again, racism is afoot. But, like, I don't think it's... I think we're giving it more power the more we pay attention to it. We are. And, like, it's never... Like, the thoughts never cross my mind in day-to-day life. No. Until somebody yells it on the news, right? That's the only place... That's the only place I see it is on the news. Facebook, too. Facebook is basically the news. It's just... Like, I've never gone to work and been like, oh, yeah, we don't like that person over there because they're black. You know, that's not a thing anymore, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, again, I mean, again, for for small amounts of people, I think it's a thing. It but is again, absolutely, like, yeah. If we and, stop paying and see, attention to that's that, the, then we're fine. that's coming back to the statistics thing that nobody wants to talk about. Like with the school shootings, it's a very small amount when you're really looking at the grand scheme of things. But because it's such a touchy subject, you can't say that. Mm-hmm. Same with racism. Like, yes, there are a few, but it is rare. Mm-hmm. Right, you can't yeah. say that. Well, <laughs> there should be no racism. It's like, well, that's not possible. Okay, you, you're, you're not. There's always going to be like, as long as you have more than one person. Hell, even if you have just one person in the world, there's going to be difference in. There's going to be a difference in you know like what like thoughts on how things should be done. Like if you got the one person, he's going to be like, should I make a fire with this stick or should I make a fire with these rocks? If you get two people, it's like you know like I think we should you know paint the house pink. I think we should paint the house green. Like people are always going to be. That's the thing. People are human. People make mistakes. Some people are good. Some people are bad. 
Yeah. It's never going to be perfect like everybody thinks it should be. I don't care how perfect you think you could make the world if everybody did what you did. You're probably not right on all aspects. Nope. And, and that's that's flawed thinking. Um, yeah. Oh, just because though this is something I don't want to leave just open for internet people to be like, ooh. Uh, going back real quick to the whole uh, can't be racist against white people and sexist <laughs> against men. Yeah. Like, say that stuff is even correct. Say you can't be racist to white people. You can't be sexist against men because that's just not how it works. Um, first off, the the term sexism wouldn't even be around if you could only be sexist against women. All right? Yeah. It'd be, it, you know, that's one thing. Also, racism is based on its definition is, you know, your race. It's, it's prejudice based on race. But, you know, even barring that stuff, it's like, well, why bring it up? Like, why even bring it up? Like, I'm, personally, I'm already, I'm ready to go and move and stop fighting about all this race stuff. But if you're going to sit there and then come up and be like, oh, well, all of a sudden you can't be racist against white people. Like, here I am talking about now. This was This isn't something I would have been talking about before. If people didn't start saying it, and it's mm-hmm. like, I think it just kind of furthers the, it perpetuates the argument. And it's like, you know, you guys can have that. Like, or you guys can't yeah. be racist against white well, people. But you almost have, you have to, that you got to man up, not to sound sexist, but <laughs> you got to man up and just be like, and just blow it off and just hope it goes away. And everybody needs to do that. If you see somebody being actually racist or actually you sexist, the fuck you, out you'd be like, hey, you know, that's not. Uh, it's not acceptable yeah. in this society and they'll either be like oh okay and then they'll turn around or they'll just be stuck in their own little corner and then that's it they chose a little spot I don't so know don't call out us normal people on this crap don't call my friend Aaron and call him a privileged white man <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's I, I think just people need to I don't know, like white supremacists, for instance, they're, they're out of all the... Yeah, if somebody is racist, they're going to tell you that they are racist. Oh, yeah. Okay, they're, they're not trying to hide it. <laughs> no, I think the only time they would is if they were, like, confronted by, like, 50 people who they're racist yeah. against. And then they'd be like, no, 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 I'm not. But I don't know, I mean, I don't know. I just think that people need to be... Just, just, just judge people off their character individually. That's I think that one is of the exactly things. what Martin Luther King said. Okay, so do it. The guy was smart. <laughs> that is strictly it. I think that's the best way to go about it. Judge everybody by the content of their character. It doesn't matter if they're pretty. It doesn't matter if they're ugly, skinny, fat, black, white, rich, poor. Makes no difference. As now, as good. and this might segue into the a later episode. You know that's. Morals, moral standards that you get from religion enforce that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. But we won't dive down that hole yet. All right, that'll be for further. So this one's been an hour and 20 minutes, so we went a little further. Damn. Final thoughts on media. Um, just everything that you see, just take it with. You know, even if you 100% believe it, knock that 100 down to a 99 and just, really, you know, reserve a little bit of doubt and vice versa. If you don't agree with something, try to believe it a little bit. Try to meet halfway with people. That's what I say. 
And I would say when you just when you watch the media, one, be aware that they're trying to manipulate you. So watch out for that. They're trying to do that. That's all they care about, right? They're not really trying to bring you the news. And when you actually want to read it to get information out of it, make sure you ask yourself questions. Like, does this make sense? Are they leaving something out? Are they wording this in a way that is biased, right? Think of it like in a courtroom, you know, you can't you can't lead the witness. Mm-hmm. You, you just, just watch out for that. <laughs> even if it's your most trusted news source. Because I thought I had a most trusted news source. And even they were biased and were pushing some things that I caught. So, yeah, that's all we got. Peace out, guys. Mm-hmm.